Welcome to Car Talk. It's Tuesday show here on 98.9 Northwest FM. Live in the studio with Alan. What's happening, Alan? Nothing much. Happy to be here post-COVID, I guess. Post-COVID. First time with you post-COVID. Yeah. And... Unlike, unlike South Australia and Adelaide, you know. <laughs> now they're the sick ones. <laughs> I've always said they're sick. Uh, and we are also joined by the one and only uh, David Prince and the one and only Edward Bunting. How are you guys? Oh, from a Zoom call, obviously. Hello, boys. We're yes. I'm well, thank you. All good. That's good to hear. What's been happening in your end, gentlemen? Well, <laughs> I've been buying a few cars, and that's why David's giving you a lift afterwards to go pick up another one. How many cars are you going to buy, Ed? More stock. The more I buy, Alan, the more I can sell, and the more money I can make. <laughs> um, no, these are, these are stock cars for the business as opposed to personal toys. So, yeah, well, I have an LMCT, so, you know, I, I bought, bought a Corolla. Yeah, car flipper. True, but harsh. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bought a Corolla hatch, and I bought a Subaru Impreza sedan. And I've got a BMW 320i in the wings. Um, and I think that's all. Oh, the 190 diesel, the second 190 diesel. <laughs> I'm the only man in Melbourne with two 190 diesels, I think, at the moment. Wedding car. <laughs> David, David said wedding cars. And he's like, <laughs> I said it'd be, yeah, they're the ones you'd use if you didn't want to get to the church on time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be, it'd be, could you go a bit faster? Sorry, love, that's all that's, she's got. Uh, Sorry. Go <laughs> faster or we get there, so you pick it up. It's reliable. It's reliable. Mercedes number one taxi. Triple A motor quality car. That's right. That's right. It might take you a while to get there. It might take you a while, but it'll be all. It'll be definitely worth it. And the bride better not stand behind the car, or that white dress will be black with diesel, <laughs> black with soot. That's what you do when they refuse to pay. Yeah. You know, start revving the engine. Stand behind here for a photo, love. Boom! Carbon all over it. Lovely. I did the leather in a car years ago, uh, and it was a white Rolls, I think, with black leather. And I painted all the interior in it. And they said, "Now will it be ready by you know Saturday? It's 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 in a wedding on Saturday." Uh oh. Wish yeah. they had told me that prior to me doing it. I might not have done it on the Thursday before the wedding, but yeah. uh, never heard that it was a problem. So I'm presuming well, it was. She didn't come out. Did, didn't come <laughs> running back to me. So that's a good thing. <laughs> a couple of strikes the paint on must her have been dry. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's 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 quality. We'll, we'll, we'll crack straight into car updates first and foremost. We'll start with Alan. Okay, so the STI running pretty fine. Um, it's you, a, you hope so. It's a brand new car. I was going to say, hopefully not back for warranty yet. Um, and uh, I'm actually, I think I'm already starting to get a better economy out of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, just even in those first 300Ks. Um, and, oh, did I? I did not go through the story of playing, or did I? Playing with the intelligent mode. No. Okay, so. Um, me being a man that came from, you know, a very analog car, you know, all these different modes and comforts and all that jazz. Uh, the SDI has three different driving modes, just intelligent, which is what's usually on, um, sports or sports sharp. And they predominantly have an effect on kind of throttle response. So at least that's from my perspective. And um, so I decided to go ahead with, just intelligent for now. I'm not, you know, driving the car, going very hard. But, you know, you like to have a bit of fun here and there. Um, mm. 
And the manual says, you know, don't go above 4,000 RPM. And that's, I've stood by that, have not gone above 4,000 RPM. But the car always felt a little slow when I was, I was going for a little bit of a hit. Um, and so driving my brother-in-law back home uh, after dropping off his direct for Roadworthy, um, I thought, why not just give it a go on sport? Let's see if it makes a difference. And boy, did it. <laughs> quite the uh, quite the increase. And um, oh, wow, well, what would happen to sport shaft? And so <laughs> once again, turn the roundabout, put a sport shaft um, in second and roving it up the same way as I usually would, going up to 4,000. The car, you very much start taking off. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like we were, you know, thrown back a bit in the seats and I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't going to, I didn't have my foot flat to the floor. Um, I was just, just seeing where it went and boy, did they, um, you know, they, it was sportly and sharp, I guess. <laughs> sportly sharply. They named it correctly. So, uh, I was quite surprised and quite pleased because initially, you know, thinking I'm like, oh, the, the car isn't as fast as I thought it would be, even though I'm not going hard again, but I, I thought I'd feel a little more kind of spring in the step than I would in the WRX. Um, and I wasn't getting that until obviously I went to those driving modes. So I'm quite pleased now. I know the car's got it if I need it, which, you know, for now. For was, emergency purposes, yeah, right? For emergency purposes. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, I'm just, yeah, driving it pretty casually. My brother-in-law's WRX, uh, surprisingly, um, I, I like we, we've gone to the same mechanic this entire time. He's taken good care of the car. And I assumed that it wouldn't need much for a roadworthy. And it didn't, except a few um, linkage bushings. Or the front linkage bushings, which I think is about fifty or sixty dollars, not not a huge deal. But the two things that really came out that bothered us um, were the headlights were uh, once again a bit cloudy and uh, yellowed. Now we're going to need some redoing, and um, the rear tint, which has been the bane of my existence since I've had this car, <laughs> because of the bubbles is no longer roadworthy. Mm. Um, so we we dropped off the car for all the roadworthy on Friday morning or Thursday evening. And we got told about everything on Friday evening. So we picked up the car um, and decided, uh, we picked it up Saturday morning, started, you know, getting a few things, some sandpaper and whatnot from Super Cheap, you know, going at it. And we, uh, we polished up the headlights. We were happy to let the mechanic take care of it, but the thing was he's going to have to send it off to a couple of people and everyone's super busy. So we ideally, we'd, I personally would like to roadworthy as quick as possible so this car can be no longer, you know, our problem if there is a fine or something. Yeah. Um, so we, we, we went to work on the headlights. They came out quite nice. Uh, I was quite pleased with that. Um, we went all the way basically, because there was a couple of deeper scratches in there, basically had to go to about 180 grit, all the way up to 2000. Wow, okay. And then, um, and then also just did um, uh, a DA polisher with a, uh, an all-in-one compound. Then put on the little ceiling kit. It looks pretty, pretty good. Um, but the tint, on the other hand, that's a whole other story. So something tells me that tinting has come a long way since 2003. <laughs> uh, if you probably bought it from eBay and done it yourself, which I suspect the previous owner did, um, the first layer we got off, it was absolutely a dream. We had a little steamer, a cartridge going, you know, steaming up the rear. I had a nice big microfiber on the, um, uh, the parcel shelf itself, so, you know, no uh, water leak through. And we just peeled the whole thing off. It was, And we thought, well, that was easy. Uh, until... It was pointed out that no, the bubbles were still there, and I thought that's odd. Why would yeah. the bubbles still be there? So it must be adhesive. So he's trying to wipe it off, and kind of like a second layer rather than adhesive, or it's a mixture between a second layer and adhesive. It's something real strange. Um, 
and it's clear, and that's where the bubbles will work. So basically, we were back to square one. And this layer, we tried to peel off with the steam and a little bit of you know adhesive remover and whatnot. It really wasn't having any of it. So um, we ran into a bit of trouble there. My sister and brother said, "Well, we're going home. We've done enough." I thought, well. <laughs> Like they, they, they also took the car home. This is this has been, I, I think, the bane of my existence since I got back from Canberra. I got back on Saturday and they took the car away from me on Sunday. So I had no time to actually organize this roadworthy. Mm. And they they also expect me to have the roadworthy ready, which is a bit of a disconnect between, you know, I need the car to take to the mechanic. But yeah, that's, yeah, I'm not going to start complaining about family and giving them free things. a little salty. Um, so we decided to just quickly take it to the mechanic today um, after running a few rounds and just seeing, is it good enough? He said, it's probably not going to pass just because the window. He said, the headlights are absolutely fine. And I think he had ordered the, the bushes. And so that'd be like a, an hour's job, um, not a huge deal. So where'd you take it? Take it to a tin place and get them to. So that, that was the other thing. He's got it booked in for a retint um, next Monday anyway. Yeah. Um, and the tint guy had con- uh, factored in the extra removal costs um so that, we're just gonna have to wait till monday the tint's done then i'll just I'll, I'll bear with the car being you know our responsibility for, for a little bit longer um but i was just hoping that we could all get it done nice and quick um, at least you know who bought it so you know you can just forward the fine on to them if there's any fines yeah yeah that's true it's more of uh if it's a fine that's you know exceeding um 45 k's or something <laughs> it's one of those situations of you don't want uh the old man who's actually responsible and has to drive for a living having to negotiate that um you know in the meantime mm. but it is what it is like hopefully he, he seems to be driving it responsibly exactly. <laughs> responsibly yeah allegedly he's getting better fuel economy than i did um but i blame that primarily on the fact that He's doing really like huge freeway driving. A lot of it is 80k freeway as well. If you factor in the city link, and it's usually late nights. Yeah. Um, so he's getting like 8.5 liters per hundred k's, um, which yeah, I'm a bit jealous of. But it's pretty good. I always you know like to measure things in smiles per gallon rather than miles per gallon. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's, it's the only way to win. So, so, so that's a. Uh... That's opened and destroyed everything inside yeah. in the last couple of days. Everything took I my mum's car basically an hour before that started. <laughs> oh, so it's your fault. Good on you. Good on you. <laughs> I have to go back and do it again now. And I'm not yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it was pretty vile. Everything, every car yeah. was anywhere near any, any part of the sky was just obliterated. But, um, anyway, at least it wasn't hail. That's the main. No, thing. no, no, can't deal hail. with any more hail. We had that in January. We don't want hail. No more hail. Nope, nope. Um, so yeah, washing and cleaning, pretty much. I've had. I spent a bit of time on the weekend doing a bit of restoration of for a, a customer in the city um, who specialise in in restoration of cars, but using the original parts. So rather than going and buying another thing, they actually want the parts from that car. So it was things like indicator stalks, even the radio fascia, the heater controls. Um, what were the other things? What kind of car was it? It was a Porsche 911T mm. from South Africa. Oh, right. And what year so, was it? Uh, here we go. Late 60s, early 70s? Uh, I think it was a 70, I think. Mm. So little chrome bumpers. but That's a carburetted car, not an injected car. It is, yes. Mm. It is car. 
Uh, I, mean, I don't know how, like, I, I mean, you could just change into South African, like, like that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's... I have a lot of multiple personalities <laughs> running around in my head. Seen that movie called Sybil? This is. I'm never bored, you know. Even when I'm alone, <laughs> I'm not alone. I just, I just have conversations with myself about whatever, you know. <laughs> the even down to the old Sanyo cassette deck that this oh, thing wow. had in it. And I said, really, they're going to leave that in? And the, and, and the guy just held it up, and it was actually a Senyo made in South Africa. It still had the label oh, on the wow. unit. Yeah, so that was the that. one they wanted. Yeah. So uh, it's basically detailing all those components and repairing them where they're, yeah. where they're damaged and stuff and, and from years of manky fingers flicking indicator stalks on and things like that. So that, that's sort of work I really enjoy. So I did quite a bit of that over the weekend. Um, I'm very happy with that today. Oh, the steering wheel, the centre of the steering wheel. Is that wheel. a bat wing steering wheel? Bat wing steering wheel yeah. with the the the, um, the um, gloss black metal frame yeah. Yeah. and then the matte black pad, nice. horn pad nice. in the centre. So, um, yeah, that sort of thing was good. Um, got out and did a bit of a drive on the weekend up, up into the hills in the new car, so that was fun. Zinged up and down the mountain highway so that was cool um yeah but nothing much apart from that maddie Good. mr edward you've got where you your cars have purchased yes as i said uh bought a corolla bought an impreza i did actually saturday i went down to where most of my cars are stored and we gradually started resurrecting the barn finds um <laughs> after the carolina via russa lockdown and so they all got started. They all got driven. They all had numerous fluids underneath them um, because, you know, as you know, you leave cars sitting and stuff starts to leak um, because the seals all dry out. And so, yeah, some had sort of a bit of red and a bit of brown. Um, some had more golden brown. I don't think there was any green. I don't think any coolant had leaked out. But That's good. definitely the other colours had all leaked there. All the colours, the rainbow, yeah, there were exactly. on the floor of that warehouse. Exactly. Um, but they all got driven, and the only casualty from down there was the 230E battery was mounted. So uh, Matthew very kindly helped out and got me another battery um, for that, which is now installed, and that is running nicely. So that have brought that back to town to give that a bit of love. Um, what else? Oh, the and you drive down in a nice car too. What did I drive down in? A 16? Oh, yes. So 16. the 16, the white 16 that I bought a while ago that's been sitting literally since well before Corona, um, I never ended up selling it. All these people came and looked at it and waffled on but never actually bought it. So I, um, I thought I need to get that out of my way because I've got too many cars in town. <laughs> so I drove that down there and I was a bit apprehensive about that thinking, you know, this car's sat for months and months and months and months and months and months, probably since late last year, I think I yeah, yeah. bought that. Um, it might have been September last year, mate. It might have been a year and a bit. Yeah, it was a while ago. Anyway, I drove that down to my storage place and it, it on the tray plate and it ran fine, drove fine, and I sort of was happy with that. It's like, oh, that's a good sign. And then after all of that, the Pajero remote was getting worse and worse and worse. And I thought, is this because I've got the new tint on the Pajero? It's darker and the signal, it doesn't uh, like, because sometimes when you tint yeah, cars, yeah. the remote signal doesn't work as well with the key. Um, I thought of that. Anyway, in the end, I just decided it was probably a battery and I had that done today. It does some amount of brand new, one click. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> um, 
And that has been, oh, hang on, one more car update. On the weekend, uh, my friend came around and re-gassed the aircon in the 190 diesel, the, the blue one, the, the, the better one. And um, so that's ice cold at the moment. I don't know how long that'll last for, but I bought a new con a receiver drive for it and the new switch things and he had the right gas to convert it and whatever. And so, yeah, that's got working aircon for the first time in a long time. And we also replaced the stabilizer thing on the front of the motor that, that like a little shock absorber on the front of the motor that stops it rocking around as much. Um, and that wasn't too hard, but we had to kind of use the correct tool on the, the fan. And, you know, there was, it was a bit fiddly, but not, not terrible. No so it was a productive, a productive day. Sorry, Maddie. What's the reason? None of that real high idle noise. It's got a normal idle because I've swapped the relay um, and it's not rattling, you know, from that, that shock absorber that was rooted. So that's working. Um, so no, it's all, it's good. It's as good as it ever, better than it's ever been, that car. Um, yeah. So, you know, busy-ish week in cars. I so you have two Mercedes, three Mercedes in your garage at the moment. Well, two are at one garage and one's at another garage. Right. But yeah, <laughs> two one ninety diesels. I'm probably the only guy in Melbourne who's got that <laughs> um, full taxi pack. You've got Mercedes. Yeah, Mercedes. Got Mercedes. 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 That's right. Mercedes. <laughs> it's a disease. Um, yeah. So that's that's the cars, and now we get to the grand finale of car updates. Drum roll. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Matthew Janina has purchased. A lifelong dream. AW11 MR2. It is here. It's it, you. You guys have actually all seen it in the flesh, which is surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I drive it. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, we picked that up on Saturday. It went first drive was straight to your house, Mr. Prince. It was. It was to, to show some you. emergency um, <laughs> interior <laughs> consultation. Not a so much emergency, but uh, yes, yes, a bit of bit of. Uh, like, bit we've of got a dashboard. Over. We've got a console. We've got major work here. Clear. I, I was amazed, considering the age and the mileage that the kilometres it's travelled. It's it's in. I thought it was really tidy and really clean. I think you did really well. Yeah, I think for the money that I paid, I, I think I, I did I did quite well. I mean it. it it's a very honest car, and, and that's why I kind of liked it. it it's, it's, you know, that's my terminology. That's, that's the word I use. You've stolen honest. my word. Honest. 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 Honest car, yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, I mean, it drives really well. Uh, it, it's, it's really nippy up high in the revs, and it's, it's, it's fun, and gearbox is very snick snick, and, yeah, it just it drives, it, it drives like a car. Not from, it doesn't feel at its age, pretty much. So. No, and, and it doesn't feel those Ks, definitely. No. You know. I wonder if has the motor been redone while he's had it? I don't think it has because it's still the original motor. So that's wow. Yeah. So hopefully um it keeps going. That'd be a good thing. <laughs> no, really the only thing that and I know it's something you're doing is 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 looking for for the right wheels for it. I think that's that's all it's it's lacking at the moment. Um the uh, they made a valiant effort with those eighties, whatever they are, but they're not uh, they're not the ones for that car. Mm. The original wheels will, will make it really make that car sing, and it's money in the bank. They're not going going south anywhere. No, mm. um, there's there's actual supercharged gum tree for like twenty eight thousand dollars at the moment. I'm like, that's, that's insane. That's insanity. I was like, it's like wow. that, this guy's a crack, um, but. For my for what I think I paid, and and um, you know, just go, I do want to get those original wheels and and uh, 
get those get those pieces of trim from the guy in the UK and a few other bits and bobs. I think it's, uh, yeah, I, I think it's definitely a viable option, and I think it's a, I think it's, a, I think it's a good little car. Mm. Um, you now, Edward, when you drove it, this was your first time driving an AW11. What did you think? Yeah, I've, ne- I've never driven a. I've de- I don't think I've even ever driven a Series Two MR2. So that's probably the first MR2 I've ever driven. Actually, I think I drove that one of those newer ones. You know, the the Ferrari, the Ferrari looking little, the the third gen one. Oh, yeah. Oh, the spider one. Yeah, the spider one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Horrible thing. I think I think I've driven one of those, but um, with but, the auto- semi-automatic. Yeah. Yeah, Ugh, yuck. No. But, so no, never been in a in a original MR2. Never never ridden in one nor driven one. But very um, impressed with it. It was as I kept saying to Matt, the visibility out of it was amazing. Um, the windscreen is very you know sort of um, tall. So you've got this great. I, I likened it to IMAX. Yeah. You know, you've got this wonderful IMAX style An view. IMAX of view of the road. Yeah, and you're sitting so low in it. It really is go kartish. Um, the dashboard's cool, but yeah, the gears, the clutch, everything's very smooth, very easy. Um, and like you said, Matt, punchy, it's got a lovely little note and you get it above 4,000, it really starts to sing. So, and very, a very engaging car, but not an uncomfortable car. And I even said to you, Maddie, on the drive, I could easily jump in this and drive to Sydney with the way that suspension was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really choppy. It wasn't too harsh, which I thought it might be, but it was more... More comfortable than I would have imagined. It's actually quite compliant. I mean, that was the first thing I noticed when I was when I was driving it home or, or, or when I picked it up. Obviously, when you're doing it for a test drive, like you're, you're, you're pressing buttons and you're, and you're doing all sort of things and things yeah. working and doing as, as they should. Like I, again, I was still talking to the guy in, in the car when I was test driving, but when I actually had the in, in, like sitting in, enjoying it my own, I'm like, this is actually a lovely car to drive. Like it's actually that it doesn't it's it's not jittery, it's not it's not bouncy. There's no rattles. It's, it's still very tight for the for 318,000 kilometers. So it's, um, yeah, I, I, I find it really, I find it really engaging and, and it, it feels like a little go-kart, especially when you throw it into a corner and they're just like, yeah. Yeah. it sticks incredibly well mm. in corners. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, that's part of the mid engine. Yeah. Of. Balance. Balance. Fully balanced. What's the official weight distribution in that car? I can find for you uh, in a moment. I'll like, do they, they they would have mentioned it when the car was new, like it was a 50 50 year old. It'd have to be close. It'd have to be very, very close. close to that. Uh, the MX5 is like 49 51 or something. Like okay. That. It's, it's very close. So, let's have a look. But, well, yeah, while, while I get to that, though, Edward, you. Uh, in terms of like body and paint, I think I, even you notice like it is it is pretty good except for those like little couple bits and pieces. Yeah, a couple of interior things that can be tweaked, a couple of exterior trims that can be tweaked, but but the body's very straight, the paint's very good, which are the two most expensive bits. Mm. You know, the rest is really just just chipping away at a couple of those little niggly things. Mm. Um, and like David said, put the wheels on it, and you've got a you've got a great car that you don't need to restore in the true sense of the word. Mm. Yeah, the bulk of it does not need restoring; just some some little bits need bits. restoring. Yeah, and then like as I said, like the the motor seems really healthy as well. You know, especially yeah. when you get up high, and and they they do make a good noise. Those um those Yamaha designed heads, so they really yeah. they really get up and scream, which is which is really kind of cool. It it's very small. I mean, it really looks like a toy. You know, I mean, we're used to that mm. with all our little shit cars that we <laughs> stuff around with. But but you walk up to it, and it's very. You don't get into, into it so much, just put it on. Yeah, you put yeah. it on. You, yeah. It's like putting on a roller skate or something yeah. and off you go. Um, um, 
And when you say when you say Yamaha um, head, of course, the other Toyota that had a Yamaha designed head. It, it reminds me of that? that. Which one was that? The Toyota two thousand GT. Did that have a Yamaha head? Yes, indeed they did. From Doctor No. No. Um, From James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not Doctor No. Oh, what's, was, you only um, lived twice. You only lived twice. You only yes, lived yes, twice. Yes, yes, yes. You only lived twice. The one. Thanks, that Sheila. One. That one. Um, Sheila Easton. Oh, Bassie, I thought. Is it Shirley Bassie? I don't know. Shirley Bassie, darling. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> she doesn't have the range. No, they got the, 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 from the Yamaha motorbikes, they got the, uh, they got the head. Uh, and from the Yamaha pianos, they got the dashboard. Because the wood dashboard. Ah. It was from the wood department of Yamaha pianos. I think I have heard that. So I found the weight distribution for it. Uh, yes. 44.5 at the front, 55.5 at the rear. It's still pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, it's not. It's not an MX five, of course. You saw fifty fifty. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do a few corners and see who comes out on top, shall we? Well, it'll it'll be fun. Hopefully, I don't uh, um, snap oversee myself into a tree. So that, that'll be. I yeah, think, no, don't do that. I think we definitely should do an eighties Japanese drive day. Though. Oh, David, you can borrow the Tarago. Oh, oh, thanks. Great. Well, someone's got to bring lunch. I can bring my friends. Someone's got to bring the barbecue <laughs> and the sausage rolls. Yeah, very good. I, the, as we say, like, once, once I get finished with the road, that'll be the next bit we'll talk about in a second. Um, I'd love to do a Great Ocean Road Day, you know, just, oh. I like just driving back to back just to see, just to see the difference. Yeah, back to back. I think oh, we, we could do a, a pseudo road test. From Ooh, back in the yes. day. We'd dress in 80s gear and... Oh, and... man. I'll wear my school uniform. <laughs> it's going to be great. We can all drink Primas and Sunny Boys. Yeah, and, uh, nice, nice. Eat Whiz Fizz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. around in the 80s. Were you around in the 80s, Alan? No, I was born in 92. 92. <laughs> so we'll, we'll just wear what, some 80s tracksuits, some New Balance shoes. And... Nice, nice. Yeah, matching tracksuits. That was a big thing. Bit of Fresh Prince of Bel Air action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. A few nice. tank tops. <laughs> I had a tank top. I thought I was pretty cool wearing that tank top. It's bright yellow. I think we're digressing. Here. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Just living, reliving the 80s. I was listening on the, today on uh, Spotify to Summer 87 because I had that album and I was like, I wonder if that's on Spotify. Ooh, there, there it is. There it is. Summer 87. I was like, I know all the tracks. I know the order of all the tracks. <laughs> so good. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's interesting because like, I, I had it at work um, yesterday morning before I took it in to, uh, to, to, uh, to, get the, to get the roadway sorted. And yeah. um, the, <laughs> every kid was like, holy crap, have you seen that car that's in the car park? Like, they were going nuts. And then, and then, um, oh, because you had it at school? Yeah, well, I took it in the morning because I was going to just drive. Oh, right, right. Did they like it, all the kids? They loved it. They like, this is the coolest thing ever. And uh, they oh, were, wow. the teachers. Imagine if you had a vortex, that'd be oh, apocalyptic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alone. <Yeah. laughs> it was funny, though, because like a few of the kids were like, like sir, but they came yesterday at lunchtime after I came, came back. Sir, sir. They were just talking to me about the, they like the car for like the whole lunchtime. I didn't even get to have my lunch because I was talking to them. And <laughs> today, I, today I go to the I go to the canteen to to get to get a bite to eat, and the and the, the lady there she's like, oh, so I've heard you've got a white MR2. I'm like, oh, no, yeah. his word gets around. 
she's she's this is a bit of a nana circle. She's like she's like the reason why I found out is because her son's in year twelve, and walked past and was like, "Holy crap, that's like exactly like dad's." Dad, her, her, his dad had a had a red one, and it was, oh, like, wow. it was the car he, he, he wished he never sold. And you know, he, she's like she's like, oh, "I can't show my husband this car. He'll 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 uh, he'll want another one." So you're picking up the tuck shop ladies. Picking up the tuck shop ladies. Right? There you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, that's exactly right. That's how you can sell free food. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. yeah you. Those apple cakes aren't going to pay yeah. for themselves. You. You're going to milk it. They make. They make a damn good chicken focaccia. So I'll, I'm like, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Right. Couple of focaccias. I'll take you around the block, Wendy. <laughs> well, there's uh, there's about three of them in there, and we we always get we always get along. Get in line, ladies. Take, take get in number. line. Take a number. <laughs> Well, it's hard because it's a two-seater, so they have to one at a time. You know? Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's a very selfish car. But yeah, I was really surprised that the kids, even the kids, knew what it was. Like, like a couple of like the kids that are into Japanese, like old school Japanese cars, are like, "Sir, it's got a four AG." I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you guys actually know what this is. Yeah, they know more. Wow. Yeah. about this bloody thing. So, so, like, they were full geeking out over it, and I'm like, it's just an old eighty little wedgie thing. They're like, they're like, sir, but you don't, you don't understand. Like, this is like mid-engine, this, that, and the other. I'm like, I'm like I, 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 you don't understand. No, <laughs> trust me, kids. I do understand all too well. That's why I bought the bloody thing. Um, so, but I was just surprised that they even knew what engine it had. You know, yeah, they're, that's they're, brilliant. They're like, yeah, this, they're, they're like this engine came in the A86 and, and all that, and the Corolla Twin. Wow. Well, and that, my friend, is why Japanese car clubs are the way forward. Yes. Because these kids, they don't want an MGB. They don't want MGB. They don't want an old they don't Rover. They want a 190D 2.5. Mm, probably, oh, sorry. Probably not. No, no. I don't think they do want that. I don't think they do want that. That's good. All the more for me. Yeah. Uh, well, so it's it's it was dropped off, and um and my mechanic he usually she he usually ninety five percent of the time shakes his head at me whenever I bring anything new to him. Wait, do you like this one? He actually's like, I like this one. So he was oh, like, oh, okay, that's okay. good. Okay. Uh, he's like he's like the mum yesterday. Uh, it's 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 very tidy for for its its age and case. Yep. And he's he's a bit of a Toyota guru. Um. So he's he has got a soft spot for anything Toyota. So yep. we're going in tomorrow. Um. To get the full check over. Uh. Of everything. So he's he's had a quick look at it and then he reckons it's alright. He knows what a couple of things that it needs, but he's going to take it to get it like properly done. And um. So then, yeah, we can see he's like, he'll try to have it back to me all done by sometime next week. So hopefully I can get it on the road soon and um, take it for a good good drive. But yeah, um, mum followed me when she went uh, down to the mechanics to drop Mm -hmm. it off. And I gave it a hit. She's like, doesn't, no smoke comes out of her anything. She's like, it's, it's it's really, um, really good. And she saw me come around the corner. She's like, Jesus, so it's such a cool little eighties, little funky little thing. So yeah, you know, I'm really happy with like, it. I'm, I'm wrapped and uh, I, I can't wait to actually like really take it for a proper drive. And, Get in and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Lastly, before, before we move on to, to our car topic for tonight, was that there is a site, because I, I typed in a, um, a part code where I saw a guy was re- restoring one and he's like, he was getting new old stock from Toyota and he got that cigarette uh, lighter slash um, ashtray thing that, that mine's broken on mine. Oh, yeah. And we're always going to do, 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 do a bit of a fix on that, but so I talked to the parker and there's this site called um I'll tell you where it is. Don't tell the people you need to keep a secret for this one. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's called Nengun and they've got um it's for the, it's a place in Japan and they've got the uh for every pretty much Japanese car, they've got diagrams of all the parts with part numbers and you can still get it all. 
and I'm freaking out. I'm like, holy crap, this is this is pretty incredible. Write that down, David. Write that down. That site, Nengun. N e n g u n. And oh, yes, I found it. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so you can HP as greedy Nismo Spoont. Oh, Spoon T R D. Nice. Okay. If you type into like you know like OEM parts and and you can you choose a you choose a car and they got they got everything there and I was I freaked out. I'm like, geez, this is this is. Tarago bits, David. Tarago bits. Okay, okay. Not that I need any, but just check. <laughs> just check. Yeah, guys, I'm really excited with this MR2. I think it's it's a, it's a new beginning for me in terms of uh, in terms of you know you, you guys know my personal reason why, but it's it's a it's it's a good it's a good thing for me to to have to enjoy and to drive and and yeah, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to take it on some great roads and, and have a good. And it's cheaper than therapy. It is. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. I think, Maddie, a photo shoes, and I know we joked about the Tarago before, but it would actually look because they're the same oh, color. Absolutely. They're both white. Yeah, yeah. A photo shoot with that the '86 Tarago and the '88 MR2 both in white would look cracking. Oh, it would look awesome. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, side by side, taken yeah. in profile. Yes. So it looks like the MR2 is painted on the side yes. of the Tarago. Yes, let's that's do that. Cool. All right, we'll do that. We'll do that. That'll be fun. <laughs> that's a t-shirt. Yeah, that's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely, it definitely is. We definitely have to do that, and definitely have to take them for like a like an old school uh, yeah. drive down the coast or something, and, and just just have a bit of fun with them. So I'm fantastic, nice. We have all become enamoured by this Engen uh, website. It's it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, like unexpected kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I'm just yeah, just tr- just trying to look at stuff for the the old WRX, even though I, you know it's not mine anymore. Um, but it may interest my brother more to get some stuff. But like the diagrams for all the cars and stuff is just unreal. So yeah, yeah definitely something if you if you're looking to restore a old Japanese car and like they've got some stuff that's discontinued, but they'll they'll have it discontinued. The rest yeah. of it they'll they'll say you know and you can and they can sell it for a price and, and everything from them. And so. they do ship to Australia. So. Yeah, they ship worldwide. Fantastic. First thing that comes up actually I can see is a bride side airbag canceller. Why would you want to cancel your side airbags? Do you reckon? Hmm, probably wouldn't. That's right. I want them to work. Well, tonight's topic is the 50k challenge. So I love doing I love doing these 50k challenges because I I all like money challenges because it, it really gets you to think of as to what you could get. Now you could buy you could buy one car and have and have you know a brand new car or or just one car with the, with the whole 50 grand. Or you could, or you could have a, a few. So I said for a maximum of three this time around, so it really made it hard. And I managed to just scrape in under under the fifty k. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you what I've got actually. I may as well start with you guys. First car I got was was a two thousand and ten Ford Focus RS for twenty five and a half thousand dollars. Now I'll I shall, I'll share my screen with you guys. Two thousand and ten. That's ten years old. And it's still twenty five grand. grand. They are very sought after. They are very sought after. Uh, which is, that ain't cheap. That's not cheap, but you're getting like a you're getting a bit of a rare car. So so here it is here in blue, uh, performance blue. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always like this because I had the really fat guards and they kind of looked tough. Yeah, it looks mean. Um, cool car. So that was that was my twenty five five hundred. Yeah, right. So you got twenty five to go. So I'm like, that's taking a big, big chunk, but that's my cool hot hatch. Then I was like, what about a TRD Orion? You guys Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So these were, I mean, this one's had a couple of mods, but. Um, yeah, those were a bit try hard. 
not good, not great at all. But uh, and so is those lights. But they were. I mean, it's an Australian built car. It's quite. They're quite rare being a being a TID. Getting a supercharged V6. A bit of David it needs a bit of love, doesn't it? Yeah, that, I was going to bring that around. He's going to show me. Oh, wait, hang on. Where is it? I think we lost it. Yeah. There it is, David. Yep, there you go. Uh, so that's a bit of you, David. A bit of you fixing that up. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's 14 oh, grand. So, anyway. so I, I'm, I'm like, you know. Okay. You've got one sports in it, but I'm like, you know, I think I need another manual. And I think I think by going <laughs> to the next option, which I think is a cracker car. My last car, what it was, was a 2000 and it was a 2000 and, 2007 uh, Mazda 6 MPS. So you're getting all drive. Okay, so you've got three performance cars. cars. Yes. I will say, two sedans. He, he's probably found. Not exactly the best examples. Always. No, no, no. You take that back. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When you're running, you know, used cars, it's it's difficult because people value their cars differently. Markets, you know, they change. I'm just saying, it's a it's a difficult thing to prove that these cars are definitely worth that money. Well, the MPS was a two owner car, a full service issue with a roadworthy and had 190,000 k's on it. Oh, too many. Nine thousand. Oh, sorry, no, uh, sorry. I thought you were talking about. The, sorry, I misheard. I thought you were talking about the um, focus. Oh, no, it was the focus. We get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's European. Yeah. <laughs> Japanese. No, no, that's just fine. Yeah. Continue. Fine. Sorry. Right. Forgive my. Uh... Uh, TLE Orion, which is it's a bit of a rare kind of Toyota that nobody really knows about, and still a cracking drive, and my hot hatch for the weekends. So. So all uh, nice trio, I think. It's, it's, imagine, as, as I always picture this now, seeing that you've said this to me, Edward. Imagine opening your garage door and seeing yeah. that. That's my yeah. head. Seeing three kind of, well, two in particular understated performance cars in the MPS and the TID, and then just having the Bonkers RS. I think that it's kind of a cool mix. Yeah, and then be like, which one of these is broken today? <laughs> um, drive the one that's not broken. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, what I. If you think you can do this much more, so all in total, mine came to forty nine and a half thousand. So I just snuck under. All right, just one's nice and easy because I like complicated things. Basically, he's <laughs> buying one car, isn't he? Yeah, buying one car, you get you get an i thirty fastback with the luxury package, and you negotiate the deal to get the four hundred dollars off, and you're basically fifty grand. You've got two hundred two <laughs> kilowatts, a lovely six speed close ratio manual, a track warranty. You do get a track warranty. <laughs> a brand new car, you know. What else do you want? You can take it to the track. It's the hatchback. You can throw everything you need in it. It is all the car you need. Rather than have three crappy cars, you can have one really good one. A <laughs> Hyundai. But you got. I mean, they are good. But they're not, just, no, no. They're, you're right. They're not. They're not. I like variety. That's if I go to the all-you-can-eat <laughs> buffet, I just. Yeah. Set that up. Like, right. That's how cool he feels right yeah. there. No, look, I, 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 get, I get the i30, and I reckon the i30 is a cracking car. It, it is, it, you know, it, it is one of the best value for money oh. hatches um, on the market. Um, especially considering you can't even get a Focus RS now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm going for, personally. Okay. One car. <laughs> one car. Well, this is pretty good, Alum's character because he has just bought. One car. Yeah. True. There is like the one good car. But you, it's not a hatchback. No, but you've done better than any of us with all our rubbish cars. You've got one good car. <laughs> and I've thought 
thought about that before. I thought, okay, if I sold everything, and sometimes I get my calculator out, think, okay, what would I get for that? What would I get for that? And you end up with, you know, a lump sum, and you go, okay, what what could I go and buy for that lump sum that I would really love? And I can never answer that, you know, car. because I need about two hundred grand to go buy a pagoda that I really would love. But but even then, you'd sort of get. I think I'd get a bit bored. Yep. I think oh, I'd, I, I'd I drive it for a week and go, yeah, all right, well, give me something else, you know. So if that's the case, I mean, what are you going to have on your list then? Well, fifty k, three cars. I haven't, I haven't gone down to specific cars that are advertised right now, you know, like you did. So I'll, I'll admit I haven't gone down that road. But I was talking to David about it before, and I think it's partly what I've got now. So. I would want three very different cars is what I came up with because no one car does everything. Um, for that, I would want a practical four-wheel drive tow vehicle, aka Pajero, right? Pajero. <laughs> or similar. I'm going to add in or similar. You, know, you might be into Land Cruisers or Discoveries or to Prados or whatever you're into, but something that you can just turn key, drive across Australia, have cold air con and tow a horse float. You know, I, I like to be able to do things like that. Yeah, or pick up five people. From or pick the up airport. five people from the airport. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So that's that's one car, and you go, okay, maybe you allocate twenty grand for that. Yeah, okay. done. Twenty k. So you got thirty grand. You got thirty k to play with. The second car, I can't see myself living the rest of my days without a Mercedes in the Ooh, garage. Okay. So the second car would have to be a Benz, and it would have to be. I could be any one of numerous models. But it would have to be a classic Benz of some sort, like the 124 Coupe or the 124 Sedan or the 126 Sedan. I'll be flexible again, but you know, 10 to 15 grand maybe you're putting on that. So you're up to 35. And then the third car, so you've got your luxury car, you've got your practical four wheel drive tow car, go camping, you know, tow a trailer to the tip car. And the third car, it's got to be a sports car. What sports car do I like? MX5. Exactly right. <laughs> there you go. That's your trio. Now, with that, with that trio, with the Mercedes number one, with the sports car MX5, and with the practical diesel full drive, you can do everything. Literally, there is nothing you can't. There's no event that you can't fit in with. If the boys say, "Come full drive," and they're done, I'm there. <laughs> if someone says, "We're going to a wedding on the weekend," take the Mercedes. <laughs> if it's just me being selfish. Drive the MX-5 with the top down. Yeah. That's the three. Okay. I can't, I can't get any better. I can't beat it. Narrowing down your Mercedes, though, you're going to pick one. Would you, would you go for it? All right. If I'm narrowing down the Mercedes, I'd probably, I'd probably, oh, I'd probably, see, I mean, I like the 124 Coupe that I've got, but I would be equally happy with a really nice sedan, you know, um, or the 190D along the same lines. But, you know, it's just something from the 80s, I think, in a Benz. Yep. Something really just old school, properly made, nice 80s Benz. And that's when they were properly that's made. That's when they were, they were nice. Still nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, 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 yeah, narrowing down, for me, it'd probably be the one I've got, the 300 coupe. But, yeah, I could be swayed. You could be swayed. I could be swayed. Dave. Oh. Well, without discussing it prior, I don't know if it's the, uh, the, um, the years uh, we've got on them or something. Well, I've got more years than you, obviously. But um, um, we had similar similar thoughts. You need something that you can just bung stuff in and, and carry stuff or tow stuff or whatever. And you can't beat, you really can't beat a van or a four-wheel drive or something like Forrester, that. Matthew. Forrester. Well, I was going to say, Edward, you don't, you, mate, all, those, all your cars are redundant. You have one Forrester. Yeah. <laughs> 
it kind of, it kind of does it all. Yeah, it kind, yeah, yeah, it kind yeah. of does. It's got performance. Um, it's got it's got comfort, relative comfort, and it's got practicality, and you can tow with it. And mate, it's a Forester. Just take it off road. Who cares? You'll be right. It's got all drive. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, look, I, I, I'd agree. I, I would probably go Prado rather than than Pajero if I really had the choice. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't know the model code, but not the brand new current one, but the one, the one before. before. Yeah, yeah, nice yeah. looking, nice nicer looking, looking yeah. thing. Really quite nice to drive. You know, for for what it is. Um, Very soft and floaty. There's a disconnect. Than There's the a, they're not floating Pajeros. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I haven't driven one. There you go. You okay. don't know. Right. We'll, we'll have to. Bit of waft. A little bit of waft. Bit of waft. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. It's a cracking car. It's a Toyota. So, yeah. Well, that's, that's partly the attraction. Um, I've had many of them over the years and never been disappointed with them. Um, Actually, I bought a new Hilux uh, V6 Ute in about '06. It uh, and that was that was a brilliant Ute, and I had it signed written for work and stuff. I had about five years, and then um, the uh, and then another guy in the organisation bought it, so he didn't even change the sign writing, just changed the phone number. <laughs> and then he went and traded that in. He was going to trade it in on the last uh, one of the last Commodore Utes before they became no longer Commodore Utes. And um, so head office bought it. So they still haven't changed the sign writing. It still had the sign writing on it since 06, I think it is. Oh, wow. And it's a, it's a four-litre, five-speed auto, extra cab Hilux. Four-litre V6. Four-litre V6. So a bit thirsty. Yeah. A bit, bit thirsty. thirsty yeah. But tows like a train. And it's now done about 300,000 Ks, and it's still a ripper you. You know, they still use it every day for deliveries and stuff like that. And... The guy that owns the organisation's bought a, bought a property, so he's he's lugging stuff around the property in it. Took the bed off it and put an aluminium tray on it, yeah, and stuff. Um, so something like that, you know, it's like having a horse in the family, really. You know, you can. It'll Don't carry- talk about my sister <laughs> like that. <laughs> so you got your practical car, like practical me. car. Okay, so so practical car, you you're going with uh, Prado. 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 We'll say Prado. Yeah. I, I love a bit of a sports car. It's got to be a manual. It's got to be convertible, and you, it's got to be it? convertible. Yeah, I, I, okay. I, have, I think I've talked before about my Volkswagen Eos. That's probably you know <laughs> controversial in some areas, but I just loved it, and I miss it because it went really well. Why'd you sell it? Well, because it was living outside and getting dirty all the time, and the interior was starting to become very brittle and break and yeah. fall, fall into pieces, and I just couldn't bear to see it deteriorate. But because mm. it was basically GTI. Convertible, two-liter turbo and the six-speed manual. It was a great car and drove nicely. And I, I had my suspicions when I bought it because it had quite high case, but did not put one foot wrong the whole time I had it. Had it. So um, you didn't have it that long. I had it three years. That long? Yeah, yeah three years. And um, yeah, not one mechanical drama with it. So I, cool. I was lucky, I think. Mm. Um, and then the other one, well, I'd have to have something Honda, and I'd probably have it something club platable and i was thinking what you can probably get now what i'd like if i could find would and i don't think such a thing exists in the world because they've um, been through far too many owners now is a 95 ek civic vtir hatch mm. so with the twin cam the sunroof the abs brakes uh lovely sweet little 
sleeper of a car. You wouldn't know really unless you knew that it had a sunroof. Did they the, bring the them finish. here? They, they, did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep, they sold them new. They were not cheap. They were about thirty-five grand at the time, I think, when a when a regular Civic was about twenty-two. Um, but occasionally you see a really lovely original one. Still, but most of them, the ones that pop up for sale, of you know, not not how they should be, not how Mister Honda intended. Let's say, but uh, you know, put that on club plates, and, and that'd be a lovely little weekend car as well. All right. So, so, Ed, so Ed went for the Benz. Uh, like a, a CE, he went for a Pajero, and he went for an MX-5. <laughs> I basically <laughs> just went for my frigging garage. <laughs> but that's why I own them, because yeah, that's, that's what right. I buy. I did. I bought it. <laughs> I put my money where my mouth is. <laughs> David, David goes for um, goes for uh, the controversial Prado. Controversial? <laughs> I don't think it's that controversial. <laughs> he also and Most people wouldn't put Prado and controversial in the same sentence. No, it's no. like conventional. Conventional, <laughs> yes. Conventional. Well, no, because because I know you're such a staunch, um, uh, I was a Pajero man. Yeah. Any, anyone else is just like, how could you dare think of anything else? I do need to drive that Pajero and actually see if sure. I, I can be converted. Sure. Well, the biggest difference you'll find is that <laughs> the Prado's on a chassis. Yeah. You know, body on chassis. It it rocks and rolls. They're a lot softer. And a lot more, okay, you know, more more disconnected from the drive line. Whereas Pajero being monocoque, um, coils all around or whatever, you know, tighter turning circle. It's okay. more carish. Okay. It's still a truck, but it's more. Well, it sounds more attractive already. But I'll in wait that, to be in that way. It's, you don't feel like you're in a driving a massive old clunky four wheel drive. I mean, they've been building for thirty five years or something, so there's got to be well, something. Current one's a twenty. Twenty, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. This is Pajero talk. Sorry, no, no, no. Sorry, it's yeah. not Pajero's RS. No, no, no. It, it, it mostly is, but it, it sort of is. Then yeah. <laughs> um, the last car was an EK BTIR, which is just quite mm. a nice car. And Mr. Alam Singh here went for. The... I've had to change it because you're all cheating. I'm going. Hang on, what are you doing? Why are you changing? All right, we're going a W204C63. Oh, yeah. That's your wedding slash weekend, having fun. With the yes. uh, NAV8. Yeah, good car. Um, like for your daily, a G- yeah. GDA, probably WRX, as I, uh, I had one this entire time. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. fine. And finally, for your you know towing purposes and everything else, <laughs> you can get um, a, a bit of an older model, um, Hilux. Yeah. Just go with that, nice and easy. So on club plates, too. You put on club plates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. good. Um, and yeah, that, that would sell all your needs. You know, your towing or not. A fun yeah. daily. You know, that you can school P platers in. Yes, That's yeah. very important. It's very you important. Know, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You can't just wait for the weekend until, you know, you teach them when they're gone, they're gone. <laughs> so you need a fun daily to go to school with P platers. Uh, so you got the WRX. And then, bam, you know, for, for weekends and weddings and everything else and Chapel Street. I think three cars is the sweet spot, though, isn't it? Yeah, really? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't listen to that. But well, yes, I can't. Right. I can't. No, I three, if I had to rationalise my fleet, it would probably come down to three. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Look, getting back, getting back to you. So, so now, you, so, so, Alan, instead of being the i thirty N, you went for. Yeah, I, I was hoping you would all be sensible and pick a car, you know. But here you are. <laughs> I thought we were sensible. We were doing something for, for each. Car, yeah. You know, most people own a single car. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't know those oh, people. No. I don't. I don't know. Know. You know that, yeah. Why are they so strange? <laughs> a car to a person at most, if not 
one or two cars per family. One per person? Yeah, that's, I don't understand. No. Why, why would you do that? I've been a dual car family, <laughs> just me, since I was 18. <laughs> like, I was 18 and I had my Mini and the Renault 12. And the Renault 12 was my luxury tourer, the big boot and comfortable seats. And the Mini was my, like, fun go-karty car. There you go. That was the, the pair. Okay, so what did I have? I had the, the RS... The, the uh, MPS6 and the... And TRD. And TRD Orion. Which car would you daily out of those? Out of those, I would daily probably the Toyota. Yeah, I, I would daily probably the TRD Orion, but it's a bit of a special car. It's like, because it's like a numbered car. I mean, even the, fo even the Focus is actually at that point. Um, how, how many TRD Orions did they sell here? Not many. <laughs> they didn't sell many. Because so it would have been big. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were quite what, expensive. What were they, 60, 70 grand? Probably 60 grand, yeah. At that point, like, really... Well, you're looking for that performance. You've got the option of you know, UXR6 Turbos and SSs. And yeah. Cheaper and they um, outperformed them. Yeah. yeah. So that's so, the product kind of downfall. Um, I mean, normal Orients were a three and a half litre V6. What did they do to that in the TRD? Oh, wow. Okay. They put on an Eaton supercharger um, and said, well, front wheels deal with 240 kilowatts. <laughs> <laughs> was it front wheel drive still? It was front wheel drive. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Wow. They were sit there and spin. Yeah, a bit of a talk theory handful. Um, apparently, like they're very compliant and ride really well in terms of in terms of uh, all in out outright performance. Like I think when well, I remember reading some comparisons and stuff back back then, and they're like they're, they compared like that against an XL6 Turbo, and yeah, and then despite that being in like FPV F6 money, they were kind of like well, at cheaper at a cheaper price you can get like let's say an XL6 Turbo or an SS Commodore. Which will kind of run rings around it in terms of like performance-wise, but as like a bit of a different sports sedan, if it was if it was a bit cheaper, it'd make a viable option. But it was a very pricey car to tell the Orion, so that's why they didn't sell it as well. I was trying to work out how much they actually were. Yeah, were, looking it up. They were high fifties, I think. Um, I, I would have thought mid sixes, sort of on road. So they had two specs. They had the S and the SL. SL. In the SL. More luxury stuff. More luxury, full, full yeah. interior. Stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they just, I mean, Orion and Sporty kind of doesn't really go together. You know what, though? That V6 is a lovely engine. That oh, it's a sweet motor. I'm not I'm not denouncing the motor, but just an Orion is a pretty pedestrian car. Yeah. It's like, why are you trying to make it into something <clears throat> it's not? You know, it's not a, a Falcon and a Commodore, it's the same thing. They're just taxis, really. <laughs> they are, and I believe they should be kept in the base spec. <laughs> that motor becomes more fun when it's shoehorned into a Toyota Corolla Blade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's yeah. And it needs all wheels drive. All's, all's wheels all's drive. drive. Yeah, it needs yeah. to be all's wheels drive. The cheapest um, TRD Orion we could get was about 53. And the most expensive the SL went up to, was it 61 and a half or was it a little more than that? Um, yeah, 61 and a half basically. Wow, yeah. So when you're paying that kind of you know cash for a car. That's big money back then. Yeah. yeah. Especially like the Orion itself was very much a dad car. Um, so, yeah. you know, if you want that upgrade from like the dad car to performance dad car, I don't know, 60 grand's a, a, lot, of, a lot of change. I can see why it didn't do well. But you know, Maddie's more than happy to have unsuccessful cars, aren't you, Maddie? Always. And then blows that theory out of the water with an AW11 MR2. Yeah, exactly right. Okay, what? Let's let's take my three. Here's just a little challenge, and by the worst three of that genre. Okay, so what's the worst full drive you could have? 
maybe like a Ooh. Nissan Toronto or something, mm, mm, or yeah, a Jeep, close. like a Jeep Cherokee, the first gen or something, or a Mahinda, or a Suzuki SX4 oil drive motor. <laughs> no, anything Suzuki's reliable. <laughs> They're good. They're good. The now, so you take like a had a forty litre fuel tank, a Sangyong or something. Yeah, Sangyong. Well, Eleven litres per hundred. Okay, here you go. So you'd have a Sangyong Muso. <laughs> Hey, don't so. What would the worst um, sports car be? Would it be a Capri or is there something? Uh, Ford Probe. Nah, MGTF. They were horrendous. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, you've got yeah. a Sanyong Musso, you've yeah. got an MGTF, MGTF, and then what's the worst luxury car, like a, a Sanyong Chairman or something? Oh, or yeah, a, yeah, nice. What would be the worst luxury car? You'd have stereo Sanyongs in your, in your garage. Uh, um, we, we can't... We can't this Sanyong with two cars, we have, we, have to, we have to go something else. What could we go that's horrible? That was a luxury car that was horrible. What's a horrible luxury car from the 80s? Oh, from the 80s? Okay. Nissan. Oh, Infinity Q45. Uh, yeah, maybe an Infinity. Um, but I want, something, I want something worse built. Like something oh, okay, was, okay, okay. It's got to be something worse. Else. Um, something you wouldn't wish on anyone. Volkswagen Phaeton. You wash your mouth out, Alan. W124. I'm like, you wash your mouth out, son. That is Alan! Alan! Oh. Alan, get the soap right now. <laughs> You're a sick man. The track history of Maddie's W124. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe something Jaguar. What's what's yeah. broken yeah. with Maddie? Everything. So that'd be like a uh, XJ4. So I've got one for you. What about this? Kia Magentis. Oh, well, luxury might be a bit of a stretch. Oh, um, no, well, Hyundai, Hyundai Sonata. Yeah, what about the very first Hyundai Sonata? Or oh, Hyundai Granger, like early Granger. Yeah, oh, I call those yes. the delusions <laughs> because these people have got delusions of grandeur. <laughs> That's what I call the Hyundai delusions. <laughs> so, okay, you've got a Sanyong Musso, an MGTF, and a Hyundai Grandeur. Nice. <laughs> Three vomits right there. <laughs> Wow. If you had to pick one out of, out of all of our lists, which would be the one you'd go for and why? And which list? Yeah, out of which list? I'd pick mine because that's why I chose to <laughs> they're the best. <laughs> uh, Ooh. This one would have to be, I feel, left up to a poll. Yeah. An audience poll. I should offer this as a pack. Like, yeah, a, yeah. like a pre-packaged pack. Come to yeah, Ed Bunting yeah, Motors. Right. Ed, Here, you want a solution? Here's your solution. Yep. I'll source the, the cars. MX5. I'll source yep. them. Beats. Like when you go and buy lunch, you know, and you yeah, don't yeah, choose everything right. from the menu. It's like a cassetto. It's a cassetto, like a bento box. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get all the bits you want, and it's in one An nice automated bento package. box. That's what we need. I'm going to call it bento box. Bunting's bento <laughs> box motors. <laughs> this is what people need. You give me your budget, I get you the bento. <laughs> I've just invented a whole new it's genre. A, it's a market we didn't even know existed. Wow. I'm surprised you. Most people go out to buy one car at a time. <laughs> what? what? Who, who are these people, Alan? What is see, One see, car? I mean, my one car solution is now officially Forrester. Because yeah. Well, that's, this is why, Alan, that there's so many SUVs, because people go, oh, but I want a bit of a sports car, but I want a bit of a wagon, but I want a bit of a hatchback. Yeah, 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 I yeah. want it to be hard to grow because I hurt my back putting in a baby. So they have to go on SUV, right? Because it's a bit of a melting pot. That's fine. Except for the performance part. In the old days, you'd have the four-wheel drive and you'd have the sports car next to it. Yeah. True. You'd True. have the Range Rover. You have the Merc SL. In answer to your question, though, Maddie, I reckon the most surprising one of the 
was the TRD. Mm. Forgot all about them. Yeah, me too. But nice, nice. Wouldn't wouldn't kick one. I like the sleeper sort of look. Not the one that you showed us, but if you had the, the right wheels on it. In silver, just looks like everything else on the road, but would go very nicely, thank you. And I'm a bit of a sucker for a red interior with silver. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, you love a red. I interior. love a red. Love it. Love it. But not just I like silver with red, but you like silver with maroon interior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that could be classic. Which is too. a bit. Ugh. No, 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 no. Silver with smoke. Silver with oh, um, red in the bed. Yuck! Yuck! It's a horrible red. I don't, anyway. I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind like a full like red leather interior. Like if those seats are done and the door cards are in the in, in the insert. On the right car. On the right car, yeah. And the right red. It needs Ooh. to be the right red. Honda S two thousand in Silverstone with the red. Yeah, see, that's nice. Good. I yeah, like yeah, that. That's nice. And I always liked the BMW red interiors because they had black carpets. The, the yep. color world was black, but just yep. the seats and the inserts were red. Yep. And um, and that looked hot on a silver car, white car, black car, gray car. Yep. Lovely. Yep. Our interior colours, that's a whole other episode, oh, isn't it? Wish, we should, we should definitely talk We've about done that. exterior colours before, but not interior. Mm. I remember uh, seeing a Porsche one on three, and it, had, it was like a, it, was a, it was a green Targa with a green interior. Ooh. It was just fuchsia green. It was just, it was just, it was. You'd be yeah. like waking up in a terrarium in that thing. It was it was actually disgusting. and uh, But I'm like, it was so nice. I was like, I, I, you can't not like it. And then, and then I saw another one for sale. With the same color green uh, in exterior, but the interior was like a was like a like a, like a yucky purple. It was it was, it was like kind Ooh. of oh, behind, behind you, David. Yeah, yeah. Oh, behind me. Kind of behind you. There's that box of that purple box at the top there. Oh, it was, it was like legit that purple interior, and it was horrible. Oh, wow. wow, BM's hero color in the five to eights. In what what year was that? Ninety eight. The E39. Yeah, 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 yeah. Their hero colour in, in a lot of their early cars was Aspen Silver over Aubergine. Mm. And Aubergine was the colour of it outside of an eggplant, basically. That's why it was yeah. called Aubergine. Yeah. And uh, it was... Uh, it, it sort of... It sort of worked. It, it sort of worked because they were complementary. The, uh, the Aspen mm. Silver was a bit pinky. Mm. And, but, yeah, now you look and you think, oh, that was never a good idea. Not great. Never Not a good great. idea. Mm. But yeah, TRD Orions, man. People, people, people have slept on them for a long time, and and, and they were pretty quick. They were a quick. Yeah, and there was a T- TRD Hilux too. It was. Yeah. yeah. I always thought TRD reminded me of turd. The word turd. Toyota Racing Department. Yes, but turd. <laughs> turd. This. Um, how much was that Orion? Was it fourteen grand? Fourteen grand. Yeah. Um, fourteen grand. Just had a hundred. Any case? Hundred seventeen thousand. Jesus, that's, that's not bad. bad. It's not bad, yeah. It's a, he's got the original wheels in the back of the garage. Actually, at that sort of money, or um, I mean, yeah, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, you can't really go wrong with that sort of money, really, because like it's 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 a Toyota, so it just work. Um, mm. And you know, low low enough Ks, and I mean, you you're you are getting a bit of a, a bit of it is a very limited run car. So I think I think definitely for, for that sort of for that sort of cash. But I also think the, the biggest car that's slept on is, and I, I've said this from a lot of episodes, is Mazda six MPS. I reckon they are a brilliant car to drive. All mm. drive two two point three liter turbo, just fantastic. And they're so cheap, and like then they're so underappreciated for what they are. They're a great car. Do they have problems with the timing chain and turbos and things, or are they? Means, they they do stretch them occasionally after like astronomical Ks, or if they've been driven like a cock. Um, but but, but, but they're, 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 that's an easy fix. Um, and apart from that, they, I mean, turbo seals, that's pretty common on a lot of turbo cars, really. 
But apart from that, they are pretty pretty stout. Pretty what stout what year was that Oreo, mate? Oh, geez, well, let me have a look there. 07, 07, yeah, 07, 07. I thought it right. Somewhere there. Because for, for like, um, it, it comes back into the whole how the car was brand new as well. 2007, yeah. Like, you yeah. could get for that kind of money a mid 2000s XR6 Turbo. Yeah, exactly right. You could. So, it's just, I know the, the Orion's far more unique. But an XR6 Turbo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just yeah, the, common. Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin. A couple yeah. of mods and you're pushing, you know, 300 kilowatts. And, yeah, for uh, nothing, really. You know, um, scaring all the children and uh, wrapping <laughs> yourself around a tree. But good times. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know what I actually saw the other day? And it, I was like, fire, I haven't seen one of these in ages. I saw, uh, was it a TJ VR, VRX? Magnum? Yeah. Was that the all-wheel drive? No, it wasn't. Just the double front wheel drive. It was a manual front wheel drive. It was a it was dark green, so it wasn't the it wasn't the, the famous red, but it had the, had the full body kit, had the Oz racing wheels. It, it looked really cool, and I'm like this. Adrian, he likes a Magnum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he he says he hates them, but but we know he loves them. Yeah, deep down he likes them. But it, it was it was. I'm like, geez, I've forgotten about those, and they were pretty quick. They were pretty rapid for their time too. Like they were a fast car. Well, there's a TJ rally art actually sitting in Elizabeth Street, Richmond. It's been there for ages, faded out, all red's all faded. Mm. Um, but factory roof and it's all there, and and it's been sitting there a long time. That would mm. be an interesting car to mm. spend some time with. Mm. Yeah, it's still there. It's Bad turns, <laughs> I saw on the way here a red RX7. What uh, FD? Yeah, FD. Ooh, RX7. That is a rare sighting. Um, yeah, I think that's one of the perks of living in the northern suburbs when you've got a hectic crowd of individuals. <laughs> um, that, you know, cars that are loud and fun over anything else. Oh, yes. Um, you know, like I said, one of my neighbours basically he had himself a C63, R32 GTR, and an R34 GTR, and I'm not 100 sure he sold drugs. But that's beside <laughs> the point. It's just you, you get a lot of uh, a nice little um, car kind of hits here and there living in the northern suburbs. So. It was, it was nice seeing the RX-7. Yeah. That's definitely cool. Um, one of those kids that came up to me you know, yesterday like at, at lunch, he, um, he's like, oh, so do you, want to, do you want to see my first car? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. And um, he put on his phone. He's got a 1966 or 67 Falcon Ute. Ooh. Wow. Like, XP? XP Ute. Yeah, he's got an XP Ute. Yep. And he's, it was his old man's, and he's and like he's, he's a bit of a rockabilly kid, like he's full, you know, slick hair and all that stuff. And he's, he's like, yeah, he's like, um, it's full, it's still got full reg, and he he drives it, and, and he and he, he loves it. He reckons it's he reckons it's so cool. But he's like, it might be a bit, it might be a bit uh, hard on the old girl to drive it every day once I get on my peas at the sun. <laughs> so he's like, what do you recommend for like a for like a first hot hatch kind of thing? I find the ten grand, and I, I went it's to laser, 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 yeah, laser SR two. Can't go wrong. Doesn't matter. Um, and and like like I went through like you know I went through the whole XR5 Turbo or, you know um, Mazda 3 MPS but he's like can't go for those because they're over the power to weight um, so then I was like if you can find like a clean triple S Pulsar that'd be a bit of fun you know like just you know, all, all sorts of you know interesting stuff like that but like the, you show me this U it looked so cool like, I was I'm like that that's like that's a killer first car like like this kid's got taste mm. and, um, <laughs> So and then he, he, it's been well brought up, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but like it was in lovely condition. Like he's like, he's like look, it has got rust in in the um in the tray a little bit and a few spots. But but the body wise was very straight and very original, original numbers matching um, straight six. You know, it was it was it was just a poverty pack one, but it was it's still 
Yeah, he had that for a long time in the family, or was that yeah. a... I think it was his grandfather's. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's yep. And they've just, they've just had it. And, like, you know, it still comes up good. Yes, it's got the rust, but it still drives, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, 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 like clockwork. Just turn the key and off she goes. And, and I'm like, that is... That's a cracking first car. Like, like you, you don't really you don't really hear of stories like that anymore. Like, no. people get... You, you don't so much get kids nowadays mm-hmm. driving cars from the 60s as their first car. No, that's pretty rare. I, I was uh, went to a, w- a woman's house a couple of weeks ago. She was just doing her her old car up for the son, and it was one of those RX Lexus, Lexus four wheel yeah. drives. It's, you know, it's so old. So yeah, old. that's right. I'm yeah. just doing my. Yeah, you know, he's just going to have my old car because you know it's been a good car, and it's like an RX you know, two two seventy or three fifty or something. Beautiful thing. I'm far out for a but first car. But it's, but it's probably, what is it, 10 years yeah, old? it's probably 10 years it's old. And they're yeah, only yeah. worth, like, what, 12 grand? Like, yeah, a, yeah. it's actually a cheap old And they know car, the car. Man. They know the car. They know all the history of it, I suppose. But, but what, what's old in my mind and what's old in with the real world are two very different things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. People say to me, oh, I've got an old Merc, you know, Ed, you might be interested in that. I'm like, oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking 1960s, 1970s. And they say, yeah, so it's a 2004. And I'm like, old? I'm that's like, that's, old. That's like last week. That's, a, that's, that's got climate control. Like, that's, you know. I'll show you old. I'll show you old. And then I'm less excited because I don't, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll still, you know, I'll talk to you about it. But it's not, you know, anything with all those computers is a bit, be modern for me. It was funny though because like when I when I was in high school, well, when we were in high school, I, I had I had probably the oldest car out of everybody there. I had the old laser, you know, my old KH laser, and and and, 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 and that was ninety two, and this was in two thousand and nine, and you know it was a five hundred dollar car, but like they like a, a few mates, like a few of my mates had like you know actually, no, I should know I should I'll take that back. Um, Andrew Kemper had a had an EA S Pack manual which he which he. <laughs> He, he wrote off. Uh, Gemini as well. Somebody had a Gemini. Oh yeah, no Gemini, and they had it. Was, it had, there was a it was a diesel Gemini. From was it? It was, oh. a, it was a diesel Gemini. Oh. See, that's a bit of me. I like those. T E. The old nice Susan diesel. Yeah. Or was a Cordia Turbo. Yeah, Joey's Cordia Turbo. Yeah. There's a couple of these in there. But um, but everyone else had like you know Mazda like three year old Mazda threes and and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, but I'm like, you know what? He, that, that, that that didn't bother me because like when I see this kid and he was telling me about his, he's like, they did an XF front end conversion, which is the same thing. The, the front end is the same, just just with disc brakes, so the car actually stops. <laughs> so so I was like, I'm like, dude, like that that's that's cool. Like next year, I can't wait to see you drive it at the school. That that'd just be so awesome. And, yeah, do uh, it. What and, what is he in? He's near 11, so he's year 12 next year. Okay, yeah, well, next year that might be in the car park next to the MR2. Woohoo! It'd, definitely, it'd be definitely cool. Uh, like, he's, he's seen he's seen my uh, my 124, he's the LTD, uh, all, all my random stuff, and he's like, he's, he's like, he's like, I had a feeling about you. You're so cool, sir. That song comes out, I've seen fire and I've seen <laughs> rain. <laughs> I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end. <laughs> But it's funny though, because like he just his he, instant thought when he saw the car. I wasn't even near the car; I was inside teaching class. He's like, "Oh, for, for sure, it's Mister Janina's car." <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, Mister J. He's the only one silly enough to drive these things. Yeah. yeah. So. Now, Matthew, we, Damien, and I are going to have to get cracking. I've got to go and pick up this car. That's all good. Well, we'll we'll, we'll leave it there for tonight. Then uh, we'll do the quiz next week. We'll do the quiz next week. Okay. And okay. Um, thank you, gentlemen, for joining me on the show. No, no thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's been most entertaining. Thank you very much. Bye, Alan. See you, Alan. Thank you.
Uh, <laughs> and we will uh, we'll definitely keep you guys updated with the MR2, what's going on there. Excellent. Uh, I've got your um, seat handles too, so I'll have to catch oh, up with you at some stage very yes, soon. I'll, I've actually I photocopied uh, and scanned in those uh, those brochures you gave me. Oh, brilliant. Okay. So, so, so they're, they're ready to come back to you. Uh, I'll, I'll probably pop down to Ed's at some point. And Fantastic. I'll, I'll be Just like, oh, I'll, I'll come and see uh, Mr. Prince while I'm, while I'm there. And, nice. And nice. Have a chin wag and return your, return your, um, your, your bistle. My bistle. Um, you brought the plane. Yes, I'll see. Yeah, yeah. I was using <laughs> Excellent. So like and share our Facebook page. It's Car Talk, T-O-R-Q-E, Lenny J. If you missed any of our previous episodes, they're all up on Shout Engine, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasting apps. So don't forget to subscribe, rate and review to Car Talk. Check out our merch on Teespring. Uh, links on our Facebook page or on, you can just go to Teespring, type in Car Talk Store. You'll find all our stuff there. So support this show. That gives you all that free content. Oh, uh, check out Sunrise Arcade on Facebook and Shout Engine iTunes. We do a game show. We did do a show last Tuesday. I have yet to put that up. It's my bad. But we did get it done. So Adam Ward, if you listen to this one, we beat we, you. Know, we beat you. Uh, you know, I made the promise and uh, Sunrise Arcade is back. Uh, we might miss the show just because I've got exams. But yeah, look forward to more gaming stuff now. Good luck for your, your exams, Alan. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I, I, they're, they're, they're pretty hectic. So yeah. it's but it's online, so it's licensed to cheat. So. <laughs> <laughs> The neck bone's connected to the head bone. Open book, open book. book. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thanks for the show. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. Take care.